FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influencers, Father Rob Gallia Homilies. Another episode of the Catholic Influences podcast. Hola. Nice. Today uh, we're going to have an interesting topic. I don't know if you. Anyway, the reality check. I'm really excited for this one today. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it comes uh, with a colourful brochure. It does. Yeah, it does and a lost punnet of strawberries. <laughs> it will all oh, make sense in time. <laughs> it'll make sense in time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, a question I'm going to ask you is apps on your phone. Do you have an app? Do you use apps? Yeah. Of course. Okay. <laughs> We're like 2022. I was like, are you so <laughs> Is that even a question? Apps. Okay. So an app on your phone that you cannot live without. I want you to guess mine. Well, it's is it a holy one? No. I was going to say, can the condition be, yeah, it can't be a holy yeah, one? Because I, I know say. you guys all have like holy uh, ones. Is it like social media one? No. Oh. I don't know. Come on, surely. Why? This is so easy. Like um, uh, your Asana or something. <laughs> Organize, something that organizes the you for sure. App. Uh, calendar app. Oh, <laughs> okay, so that's good. Yeah, that would so soul. Now give yeah. me more time to think. What's I your, think what's well, that I cannot live without is probably my notes. I use notes all the time for everything. Like, um, I think just my notes app. It's I just as cleaned as out that. my notes the other day. It was really fun. I had notes from like my 2011 pilgrimage to World Youth Day that I... Wrote like it. How beautiful. Yes. I was like, breakfast here. Like <laughs> 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 Dear <Funny>. diary. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but also my calendar. I suppose, like, how could you live without your calendar? You, can't, eh? like, you just can't do it. You no, know, I'll have to have my assistant always so on call. It would be freeing, wouldn't it, like to not have it? Father Rob, you have an appointment in five minutes. Well, she does that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Justine, in Mine, maybe, time. maybe, maybe um, voice memo. Like, I am a weirdo oh, where wow. I'll have like. A revelation while I'm Dear driving. Diary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Day one of <laughs> no, and like I'll have a thought for a talk, and I'll just speak like a weirdo. Yeah, but it, the rule is that I have to be by myself. Otherwise, it is. <laughs> oh, so my next question was going to be: Are you a like audio text person or a type text person? No, I have a plebby um, Android phone that doesn't have that function on it. Sure. Uh, okay, I talk to Siri all the time. Like even in public, it's uh, like uh, even on a plane, I talk to Siri when on we have plane. Wi-Fi. Okay. Well. So you're an introvert that doesn't talk to people, but, but Siri. Siri. Yeah, <laughs> Siri and I <laughs> whisper silly nothing. nothing. <laughs> okay, let's listen to our sponsors, Modern Grace. Delight in the arrival or gifting of a beautiful Modern Grace subscription box containing Catholic items thoughtfully put together to inspire, encourage, and help you grow deeper in your faith. Available on a subscription plan and automatically delivered to your door every three months. Little Box of Light gift boxes will fill you with hope and inspiration to follow Jesus in your everyday life. Each box is of similar value and will contain a minimum of four items, ranging from inspiring Christian reads, devotions, journals, gentle encouragement to bring you back to prayer, home, office, decor, to serve as a reminder of God's presence scripture-themed products to express your faith and self-bampering. Share your faith with others by gifting them something from your box or an entire subscription. 
These make beautiful gifts for Catholic women, men, children and families. Subscribe today at www.moderngrace.com forward slash subscription. So we're going to break open on the second reading for this upcoming Sunday Mass. And it's from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 11, all the way through to chapter 2, verse 2. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling, and that by his power you may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching allegedly from us, whether by a prophecy or by word of mouth or by letter, asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. So there's a few things going on in this letter. A couple of things I actually learned um, in studying for this was that this is one of the lesser known letters of Paul. And a lot of scholars actually question whether Paul himself wrote this. But the general consensus, there's two options and the general consensus is that Paul did write this. But the Thessalonians were struggling with a few things. They were... They kind of had thought that the end times, that the coming of the Lord had already happened and they mm-hmm. missed the boat. And so... Um, Rapture. Yeah. Paul's Ooh, writing to them, behind. just clear it up. Yeah. Wow. And so these guys were like in fear. So this is a, actually a response letter. So they wrote a letter. The Thessalonians wrote a letter to Rome and they sort of like you write a letter to the Pope at the time, you know, and this wow. was, they were writing to, to Paul, you know, who was the greatest apostle. And so they wanted something clarified. They probably had the church that used to meet um, in Thessalonica and they were talking and they they started to worry. Maybe they started to to um, worry that they were left behind, that um, people, um, th- they were a small church and maybe another church <laughs> emigrated somewhere and sort of they disappeared. And they, s- and they started to think, why aren't we feeling the presence of God? Why aren't we loving God? Why aren't we uh, feeling the power and the presence of God like we did before? And so they write this letter to St. Paul and say, hey, are we doing something wrong here? Is there something we need to change here? And they're complaining, basically. And so Paul takes each and every one of their complaints, one of their difficulties, and addresses it and says to them, hey, guys, stay faithful, stay strong. Um, You're going through these difficult times, yes, but make sure that your life, that you live a life worthy of the gospel. And so he, at the same time, while he's telling them, okay, keep going, but he said, hey, but don't, don't lax, don't slow down, don't get lazy, don't make sure that you are not only following Jesus, but that you are... Um, living a life that is worthy of the call of Jesus. It's a time to be witnesses also. But <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Alyssa. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, so basically in this letter, just before the, with the part of the letter that we got to today, um, Paul had just explained um, what the return of the Lord would look like. And he says that in light of this, this is how Paul prays for the Thessalonians. And one of the first points that he says is that God would find them worthy of their calling. Now, this could mean two things. It could mean, you know, to enter the kingdom or it could be the calling of that initial invitation to life in Christ. And I guess most scholars kind of believe it's that that latter thing, the initial invitation to life in Christ. Um and so he's saying that, that God would find them worthy of their calling. God's empowering the people to do, goods, to do good. So in a sense, God m- 
makes them worthy. Mm. But this invitation or calling itself, it doesn't actually guarantee that those invited will be found worthy when push comes to shove. And I think this makes me think of a couple of parables in the Gospel of Matthew. Firstly, in Matthew chapter 22, the parable of the wedding banquet. People were invited, but some refused to come, so they were deemed not worthy. And then later on in the parable, the king calls others to come to this wedding, but they didn't have the correct garment, so they were also cast out. And then we can also look at the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew chapter 25. Um, five were wise and five were foolish. The five foolish virgins were called, but they weren't ready, so they stayed locked outside and couldn't join the bridegroom when he arrived. So it's really about talking about the importance of being ready when the time comes. Yeah, and I think also this is translated into the church today. You know, so many people go in, and we talked about this in the scripture a few weeks ago about when you go into battle and then you don't calculate the cost. So many people go into ministry, go to serve the Lord, and then they realize, hey, actually, I cannot do this. And they end up living double lives, and they end up doing things that are not according to what their vocation is, what their calling is. Even people get married and they realize, hey, I can't be faithful, I can't. I, I, I'm, and I'm not able to to um, live up to the calling of my life. And God and Saint Paul is saying here, yeah, like, hey, make sure don't cause scandal. And this is we're in an age where they like we're surrounded, plagued by can- scandal in the church. From number one, the Catholic Church, through all the abuse and all of the of the double lives that the church was living, that priests were living, that the the, the hierarchy was living. And, and it, this has come into life. Then, then Jesus himself says nothing that is hidden will remain hidden. Everything will be shown. Everything will be revealed. And, and also even Pentecostal churches like pastors and things like that. There's like a, a big church in Australia at the moment going through massive upheaval, massive scandal. And it comes to the, the problem is that it causes so many, it causes so many people to be lost and this is one thing, I constantly have this fear in my, my heart. And I know it's, people are saying, Father Rob, you shouldn't be afraid. But I do. I, with fear and trembling, I'm so scared that I would scandalize someone, that I would cause someone. And this is one thing I prayed as a seminarian. I used to pray, God, I don't want to be a priest if I'm not going to stay a priest. Don't let me, let me leave the seminary now if I'm not going to be able to be faithful. And it's not that about leaving the priesthood or not leaving the priesthood. But I don't want to cause people to lose their faith because of my lack of morality my lack mm. of love my lack of integrity and again yeah and this has happened i've seen it firsthand as well mm. um, over and over again and it's so easy to say but this is why we have to keep ourselves in check we cannot be overconfident to think that we're exempt from um falling short and and to um come back to often um putting ourselves through a filter like our primary purpose is to bring glory to God, full yes. stop, to know, um, serve and love God like, and make him known. That's our primary purpose. And this is what Paul is even bringing the Thessalonians back to, you know, where he says, so that the name of our Lord Jesus will be glorified in you. They were glorifying suffering. They're glorifying persecution. He's like, no, come back and put your life through a filter and remember that your purpose is to glorify God. And I think that's such, um, it's almost why something like the examine, and an mm. honest examine mm. is so important. Like this is practical stuff um, of keeping us in check because, um, you know, whatever resolutions, hopes, dreams, vision for your future, goals that you have, we need to make sure that um, 
they're for the glory of God because if they're not for the glory of God, they're for the glory of something else. You side, know. Side note here, just quickly, like talk quickly about the exam and what is the exam? The exam is like um, a reflection, I suppose. I'm going to give a, a terrible example of, of what it, the explanation of what it is, but it's a daily reflection that you um, can go through or find a guided reflection that poses a couple of questions about. Uh, where God was and how you either showed up or failed to show up during the day and not as a condemnation but as a point of reflection to stop and say wow I actually didn't respond well uh, and tomorrow I want to do better God give me you know the grace to do mm. better but um, there are some really awesome guided examines and there are really long ones and there are really short ones but it's just a great practice to not just rush through your days but to grow with Jesus through your days. So something to do even before you sleep, you know, yeah, just yeah. like a quick examine of consciousness or examine of conscience. Um, it's a very Ignatian practice. So it was done um, by St. Ignatius. Mm. And uh, yeah, so there it's certainly highly, highly, highly recommended, especially in the light of the scripture verse today. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say to tie those two things that both of you were talking about, Father Rob, you talking about the, the scandal and, and not wanting to... Um, yeah, cause cause scandal for others. And Justine talking about how we should be glorifying God in in every moment of our lives. Um, it something that was brought out that I found when I was researching this is in the book of Ezekiel, chapter thirty six. And if you want to look this up, it's verses twenty six to thirty two. Now, to paraphrase to paraphrase it, it basically says when God's people fail to live to their calling. It brings dishonor to God's name, but when God's purposes are fulfilled in His people, it brings Him glory. And I really think that just really ties. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it, it's we've been talking about this even throughout earlier in the season that you know God trusts us to be His ambassadors, but like that holds such weight. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this is why we we need to check our hearts as well and realize that just because you serve the Lord doesn't mean that you love the Lord doesn't mean that you um, are are able to to live up to the standard. I just remember again, I'm um, not to mention names, that but a famous television evangelist, and um, I got. To by the grace of God, to work with this man. And he was, <coughs> I, I learned a lot from him. And um, I, I got invited. He, he came to the Malta where I lived and had a, b- a big, big healing services. And then he invited myself and a, a doctor who I used to p- lead the worship for to Anaheim, California. Finally enough, that's the exact same theater um, arena where I, I started to preach as well at the Catholic Education Congress and gave a few keynotes as well there. But anyway, um, I went there and it was just this amazing service. And then after it, he invited us out for dinner and this police like escort um, barrack or the carcade uh, of security, they come, they pick us up, they take us, they clear the restaurant out, lock, um, and then we go there and we eat and uh, he has uh, these amazing guests and like uh, next to me was this famous um, manager have you heard of TLC the yeah. band yeah so their manager Pebbles was sitting next to me I and don't want no <laughs> <laughs> don't go chasing is that that Waterfalls. Is that the? Yeah. Mm, I, I sing that song. Yeah, yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 so that's the LC. And um, uh, anyway, and the food did, took a long time to arrive. And uh, his um, security, this evangelist security guard was like the uh, Russian heavyweight champion. He must have just gone to Russia and then um, converted this guy. And he goes, and th- this food was served, but this Russian guy didn't get his food. So he quickly barricades through goes through the, the kitchen and he pins the, the chef to the wall, like lifts <laughs> this guy like effortlessly, just yeah. lifts him up and pins him against the wall, like, where's my food? And this evangelist just runs in and he starts shouting at the chef while this guy was still being pinned. Like, don't you know who we are? You shouldn't do this. And 
I thought, wow, wow, wow. You know, he's just, like God used him so powerfully. And so many people walked out of that arena just moments ago, like with their lives changed and impacted by Jesus. But at the same time, he, God still he hasn't removed his anointing, but at the same time, he's not, especially in that moment, wasn't living mm-hmm. the, the, the gospel, wasn't living to according mm-hmm. to as what St. Paul is encouraging the Thessalonians to do at this moment. So we really need to guard and to watch our hearts. Don't you for a second think that your anointing is a confirmation of your life, of, of, of a righteous life, mm-hmm. because it isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to bring out one final point um, out of this reading. Christ alone is worthy and humans become worthy to worship God through grace. This is um, this text, 2 Thessalonians um, chapter 1, verses 11 to 12. It's really profound um, in bringing out this truth. It's the only prayer in the Bible that um, asks, you know, um, that this would be so. And our liturgy acknowledges that. Our liturgy acknowledges humanity's desperate need for grace, um, just as Paul has mentioned. And there's a couple of um, lines in our Novus Ordo liturgy. And I did want to share them. Yeah, that might sound familiar. Um, the first one, since we have no merits to plead our cause, come, we pray, to our rescue with the protection of your mercy. The next one, admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. And the third one, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, etc., etc. Um, yeah, this this text is really um, influential in that. Yes, and exactly, Re- realising our unworthiness, but always bringing that unworthiness and that uh, sort of weakness, human weakness to the Lord. And uh, again, I just want to finish off this thing by saying don't, don't, don't be in despair, okay? Have, have, be strong, because even if you're not sure you're on the right path, you're not sure, don't, first of all, don't be scrupulous. Don't worry, as St. Paul was saying, sort of, they were, they were worried, have we done something wrong? And he said, guys, just chill, relax, you know? Relax, just make sure that you stay faithful. Make sure that you stay loving the Lord. And if you do that, everything else will fall into place because at the end of the day, it's, it's not a, a, about the work we do. It's not about the rapture. At the end of the day, it's about being faithful and authentically faithful to the Lord. And then, uh, yeah, if the rapture does happen, how it happens, and then uh, that, that's up to the Lord. But just, uh, yeah, give your, your, your ways to the Lord, your path to the Lord. Seek him and seek only to give him the glory in everything that you do. This Catholic Influencers podcast is sponsored by Modern Grace. Modern Grace is a unique online Catholic gift store with a beautiful faith-inspired collection of gifts and homewares to bring into your life and to share with your family, friends and faith-filled community. Stocking everything from liturgical planners, rosaries, inspiring reads, sacramental gifts, Catholic homewares, a children's collection of toys, wraps and teethers, and FRG ministry merchandise and more. Modern Grace introduces Catholic gifts which add value to your faith life for any occasion. Discounts available for stocking church piety stores, conferences and events. Just contact us online for more information. So check out their range at moderngrace.com.au and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. D-Day and conspiracy theories. That's what we are going to delve into. Deep topic. In this week's reality check. What are some conspiracy theories that you have heard of? Mm Mm-hmm. That all birds don't exist. Wow. So there's a, 
I think it's more an American thing that in the 1960s, I think t- during the Cold War, they believed <laughs> that the government, the American government, got rid of all birds and replaced them with robots, surveillance robots. The moon landing in 1969 was a hoax and it was filmed in a Hollywood studio. Okay. I can see that. I'm mm-hmm. kidding, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about flat earth? Yeah. Th- conspiracy theories? COVID. Yeah. COVID, yeah. Some what, well That it's what? Doesn't exist? That it's a hoax? Yeah, that's a hoax, yes. Microchipping. Yeah. Well, anyway. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories, but um, what does that mean for us? Yeah, and uh, like at the end of the day, the conspiracy theories, we're free to believe what we want mm. as long as it doesn't contradict the scripture, as long as mm-hmm. it doesn't t- take away our peace. But here's the problem. A lot of conspiracy theories, you can tell they're not of God because not because whether there's truth or not, because there's always aggression, uh, often aggression, frustration and a lack of peace. Yeah, it was so interesting the other day I was, you know, minding my own business, loading up my groceries into the back of my car and out of nowhere, someone with a mask on just sort of approached me quite confidently. Face mask or like an Obama mask? <laughs> oh my gosh, if it was an Obama mask, Trump I would have quickly got into my car, lock your doors, hide your wife, hide your kids. Um, but they just came to me and then just started talking really quick about, oh, my friends made this comic book and I'm holding it right now for those who are watching on YouTube. It's just, it's really good, really talented, um, and I was like, oh, okay. And I was flustered in that moment. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. And I kind of just grabbed it. It's like, oh, but I, we take donations for it. And I was like, oh, like I don't have money. And that wasn't a lie. And he's like, oh, we, it doesn't have to be money. It could be anything. And I was kind of <laughs> like, um, um, I just wanted to weird. get rid of him. And I was like, a punnet of strawberries? <laughs> <laughs> all the answers. It all makes sense, Justine. Yes. And so so I you gave them strawberries. Yeah, but I, I was, upon reflecting, I think sometimes conspiracy theories or people's ideas can just come at us like that. And we kind of feel flustered and we're sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. just give you a punnet of strawberries. And sometimes we give over a lot more thought to a theory that's unfounded because we just feel the pressure. It's Wait, h- hold on. Wait, you took the comic book. Well, you didn't finish. So what, 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 what is the comic book? I just went. Well, I, I think, to my understanding, it's kind of ambiguous and I think that they're trying to protect themselves. But if you... So it's like a, they're trying to give a message to this There comic are lots book, of, of um, commentaries on society and the way that we choose to live and commercialism and, you know, economics. And essentially they consider themselves Christian freegans and there's um, a commonly held sort of belief that you can quit your job and not work another day in your life. So like, uh, yeah, like early St. Paul as well. St. Paul <laughs> sort of told people to quit their jobs because he thought it was the end of days. And, and then eventually right. he got them back to working. They just need to read the scriptures again, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But it's around us and it's actually more common and often can be really strange and come in the form of a comic book that you need to pay with So they d- So they don't work and then... So they, uh, yeah. I think so. It's very ambiguous, and you can follow the QR codes, which I will not do, and I probably will throw this away. But um, after this, but I thought, yeah. gosh, like I knew this podcast was coming up, and there are a lot of people with a lot of ideas, and I think particularly when the world is in crisis in the last couple of years, it births some really interesting interpretations of why things are happening, and you know, what what's true and what's not, and what's important to focus on, and do we buy into these theories? And there was a, like a theory that today, actually, on the day of the filming of this podcast, that um, a, a group of people believed that those who took the vaccine would turn into zombies today. Oh, so I think heavens that. Well, it hasn't ended yet today. So anyway, there are these. <laughs> 
I think we're surrounded by conspiracy theories and it's probably something that was even in the time of St. Paul. You know, mm. we saw today St. Paul saying don't be um, alarmed or fall into these things really quickly. And again, we're not here to present judgment on anything. We're here to mm. – people are able to um, make their own decisions about things. But what I will say, what I have – seen is people can get quite consumed by these conspiracy theories whether they're true whether they're not whether they do hold some truth whether they do not um but i think rather than consume yourself with this and let it take away your peace because some of these things can be yeah it's quite scary stuff Mm. um be consumed with jesus be consumed with the things of the faith like the time you spend researching this stuff flip the switch and bring it into um learning about the faith, that's going to give you peace. That's ultimately what matters in the end. Mm. Yes, and sometimes, again, this is uh, where we have to make sure that we're not losing our purpose as well. It's not only our peace, but our purpose. You know, like our purpose is to love, to serve the Lord. At the end of the day, you're not here to proclaim um, a theory or a, a conspiracy, but always to proclaim the love of Jesus, to bring the love of Jesus. And this is one thing I often say: you say, gu- guard your heart, and always your peace. Sometimes is not sometimes your peace is more valuable than your point, mm-hmm. than the point you want to mm-hmm. make. Mm-hmm. And sometimes truth is truth, but uh, there's some truth that is not. It's going to affect this life, not necessarily your eternity. So focus again on eternity. Amen. And sometimes switching off is really helpful Absolutely. and disconnecting. And I remember that there were certain points, I don't really watch TV now, but you know, when we were in our homes, like I had to make a decision to just switch the TV off. And that wasn't an act of ignorance. It was an act of protection of my heart and my mind. And and oftentimes I find myself going through phases of really unplugging from social media. And it's not because of conspiracy theory, but it's because there's a lot of it's ideas an and thoughts and overwhelm that actually leads you away from from Jesus and And so sometimes that's really important. A way of guarding yourself is to just unplug because everyone has something to say about anything and everything these days. And so it's important, I think, to have that as a practice, to unplug and um, to plug into where our peace and truth actually comes from. Yeah. And again, uh, this is... we're not making a judgment for conspiracy theories. You're free to believe what you want to believe um, as long, again, as it doesn't contradict the word of God. But um, at the end of the day, don't let this lack of peace come because you have like an intrinsic mistrust of government or an intrinsic mistrust of society or of media. Okay, we'll do things wisely, but not to the point where everything is filtered through those lenses. And, and to the point where it frustrates you, it makes you anxious. And again, this can happen with the church. It can happen with uh, so many, even even the scripture, you know, the way we read the scriptures or the, the, the prophecies of Fatima and, uh, and Medjugorje and how we interpret those. So again, just guard your heart. Make sure that this doesn't distract you from the more important things. And that is to know, to love, to serve the Lord and to make sure that you are living f- to get to eternity, to mm. get to heaven. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Um, we have almost come to the end of the season. It's nearly time Ooh, for how Advent. How many episodes left? Three episodes left. No oh, way. It's gone so quick. We're so grateful for OSV as well, who have supported us um, through this season. We, um, we love to partner with them. Check them out, OSV. And um, also... Find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. All of those links can be found in the one easy place of our website, frgministry.com forward slash podcast. 
We've got an Advent retreat coming up. Be sure to join us for that. Information about that will be on our social on our social media shortly. It's my favourite time of the year. Christmas. 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 Bring on summer in Australia. All you internationals, (laughs) come on over. We'll be on holidays soon. You can stay at my place. So people don't understand that. We uh, celebrate Christmas in summer on the beach. So Santa Claus, Father Christmas. So Justin, the strawberries you gave away. (laughs) We will get you some more. (laughs) In the form of a granita, please. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We'll see you again next week. Bye. Ciao.